So this is episode one of PhD at home. Um, it won't be a long video as I am quickly just trying to get organized to go pick my son up from school. This is basically what I've been doing uh, this whole year, 2020. And it's something that I'm going to continue to do until the end of the year. Um, and also as COVID is still a problem and we still have restrictions, it may be that I will be doing this into the new year of 2021. So what I'm currently doing is I'm just getting his uh, afternoon, they call it tea time, uh, snack. It's like just afternoon lunch, as we call it in South Africa. In the UK, they call it tea time. I speak under correction, but that's that's my understanding. Uh, I'm going to be making pizza for him. And just got the pizza out of the freezer. Just defrosted it. I'll pop it into the oven. Quickly, I've got... 25 minutes before I've got to leave and go pick him up. Now this is part of what my routine is like. So get up at 5 in the morning, get done, do some reading, wake my wife up at 6, she'll get into the bath, she'll get done. While she's getting done, what I'm doing is I'm organizing my son's school clothes, his school bag, putting any homework that he's had done the day before or that's due on the day, put it in the bag, get myself, my own clothes organized, my wife's clothes, I'll iron my wife's clothes while she's in the bath, uh, she, you know, iron a top, a trouser, whatever she's wearing, a skirt, so I get, I'll get all my son's clothes organized, all my, all my stuff organized, all my wife's stuff organized, I'll as soon as my wife gets out of the bath, um, which is normally about half six, so she's normally half an hour in the bath, she then gets done, I make a cup of tea, then wake my son up, he gets up around about quarter to seven, <clears throat> get him organized, uh, get his cereal ready, get a cup of tea for my wife ready, she will have either... Um, some toast or cheese or whatever, get her sorted. By around half past seven, my son will be ready to have his, his cereal. I'll have his cereal sorted out for him. My wife will do her makeup and she'll do her hair and do whatever else. I'll sort him out and by that time I'll be dressed as well. Um, I'll spend the morning checking my emails, any emails that are important. Also see what is on my calendar for the day what's in my diary for the day and just plan that all out we leave the house at about at half past eight in the morning we've got to drive about five miles to get to the school he doesn't go to a local school <clears throat> where we live in our village he goes to school in the next village it's only because when when he was younger, he went to a nursery, which is in that same location. And 
a lot of the kids that he went to nursery with from the age of one up until the age of say five they went they lived in the area and they went to that school so we thought it's best for him to go to the same school as the kids who went to nursery school just for continuity and also he's made friends so we've got to drive about 10-12 minutes to get to the school park up and then drop him off I then after we drop him off at school then we drive all the way to another town which is about 20 miles away where my wife works the roads are a lot more quieter now than what they were last year so the commute would have would normally take about 40 minutes 45 minutes but now it takes you know 25 minutes half an hour max drop my wife she normally gets into work at quarter past nine and I come all the way back home but before I come home I just make sure that I've got all the stuff I need so if I need to pop into the shop fill the car up get some groceries and some some treats I do that on my way home I always try and get home in the morning by say half past ten for the latest and then sorry just popping the pizza in the oven get home at half past ten in the morning and then I get on my computer and I start you know doing what I, I, I had planned for the day so this morning I was finishing a course I started yesterday on life and career goals um, it was on LinkedIn learning so I accessed the course through the university at which I'm an associate lecturer so they've got a organization-wide account with LinkedIn learning so there's a lot of material a lot of courses recommendations on on the university's website for LinkedIn learning so I've been doing for the last couple of weeks I've been doing courses on mentoring others I've completed mentoring others I've also done a lot of work and training on building uh, resilience and also now doing time management looking at career goals knowing your strengths and weaknesses and all that so it's a lot of learning about what would help me to be more effective as somebody who's starting my own you know venture as an academic coach not necessarily about the content of what my coaching would be about because academic coaching would be about you know tutoring kids are at school um, secondary school or those just starting secondary school or those getting ready to leave secondary school and also university students and help with the transition of that so a lot of my work would be on the academic side which I'm very comfortable with having spent the last 12 years in academia in the UK so I know the system and I've been through the system multiple times um, the skills that I'm trying to, to basically develop is around the other issues so that when I actually have um, a mentee when I, a tutee or I'm coaching someone I've been through that training and I know how to identify you know what I needed to do to be more effective to be more resilient to have the right goal setting in place to have the right mentality in place to um, be able to identify and spot opportunities so 
I see that as self-development, but also giving me the tools that I will employ to basically help scholars, students, or individuals that are on that journey for which I'm trying to help them. So I finished that course this morning, got my certificate um, from LinkedIn Learning. Then I phoned my mum all the way in South Africa. It's my mum's 76th birthday today, and it's a big, you know, 76, it's a big number. I basically called because my sisters, three of my, my three sisters, took my mum out uh, for lunch, and I basically just, you know, phoned them up, and I had a bit of a chat with my three sisters, plus my mum, kind of what they're doing, wished my mum, you know, what the plans are for the day. They, they're going to have some cake and tea thing tonight at my mum's house but they're doing it's an all girls lunch now for my mum then obviously when as soon as it hits one o'clock in the afternoon I've got to start thinking about my son you know getting all his stuff ready so that when I pick him up at school schools come out at quarter past three but with all COVID health and safety arrangements at schools you got to mask up when you go and do the school run you also got to keep your distance this, you know, the procedure is a bit different. Kids have to come out of the classes, go into the, the school you know, yard, the bigger space, in their little social bubbles, and then the parents are called in groups. So it takes a little bit longer. So I normally get home at about half past three, get, you know, get my son to change, look at it, you know, find out how his day was at school, if there were any issues, go through his school bag, then get him to eat, get him some fruit, get him some water, juice, and then like a pizza or pasta or whatever. So that is coming up this afternoon. Um, he'll be having cheese and tomato pizza or margarita pizza. That is his favorite. He'll be over the moon when he gets to see it. But he normally, normally when we get into the complex, he normally, you know, when we get in through the front door, he smells. He knows the smell of pizza. He knows the smell of macaroni cheese and and, and pasta bake. So we're like, oh, pizza for, <laughs> for lunch. And he has a big smile on his face. He'll be over the moon. And that's basically sorting him out. Um, then I'll get back onto my emails. Uh, I'm also quite busy with um, organizing webinars, getting involved with webinars. I do volunteer at my, my alum, uh, alma mater. I was an alumni at my alma mater, Imperial College. So there's a lot of work that I've done with them. I'll go into a lot more detail about what I've done at um, Imperial College over the last few years, uh, since studying up until now. I'll also talk about the type of work I did at my other university, where I'm on their books as an associate lecturer. Uh, The podcast today was literally just about the day in the life of me. So what is my routine from getting up to going to bed? So at about five o'clock in the afternoon, okay, my son will watch some some YouTube, he'll watch some Minecraft and some shows on the telly just to kick back and relax. If there's anything he wants me to play Lego, then I'll play with him. So I normally put time aside to play with him. So it, so basically I have to fit my, my diary around that, you know, the whole thing about you know, how do I sort him out and how do I keep him happy and keep him occupied? Um, 
so at about five o'clock we'll get into the car well five half past five and then we'll go pick up my wife because she finishes work at six um she would have had a very busy stressful day she works as a cbt cognitive behavioral therapist for the nhs the national health service and um, she's been working solid you know throughout the pandemic she's been working most of the time she's been going in she's an operational manager but also a therapist so she runs a team of about 45 staff and under her would be nurses social workers mental health practitioners uh, even a consultant psychiatrist she organizes their diary and the workflow in terms of clients coming in from the community from the schools deals with the schools she's been super busy and with the pandemic there's been a vast increase in the cases of kids at school in the communities that are a lot a lot more anxious um, a lot more stressed there's been traumatic situations come up with uh, some kids committing suicides or planning to commit suicides so her workload has really shot up and that means that I have to to make it easy for her that when she's at work she just focuses on work I need to make sure that everything else is ticking over you know that everything at home is ticking over that my son is sorted out if there's an issue with my son at school and to get to the school and to get back sorted out be on the phone email this morning I had to fill in a flu vaccination form because we're going to the autumn season soon and they normally do flu vaccinations in October so I have to basically fill in a form to give consent uh, fill, in, fill in all the details required for that uh, send it off and that will happen so that also means that I have to also make sure there's food to eat so I've already you know taken out some salmon salmon steaks uh, we're gonna it, it's a bit warm yeah it's been it was 30 degrees Celsius yesterday and it's 25 26 today um, yeah in Essex uh, County where we live so yesterday we had smoked salmon strips with salad today we're having uh, potato salad I'll make a bit of a, a red sauce to go with the salmon steaks uh, so yeah so yes this is basically what my life is all about I've got to pay the bills I've got to make sure the finances are in order I've got to make sure my son is happy I've got to make sure my wife doesn't necessarily have to come home after a long day of mental and physical stressful <clears throat> work that she's still have to come home and cook so it's me that's why I'm doing a series of podcasts is to basically shine a light on what it is like to be a, a father or a dad in a household where you're not the main breadwinner and traditionally you would be the, bread, the main breadwinner as a man in you know societies you know in the 50s and the 40s and in the 70s that was the norm when, when I grew up in a house where my father was the main breadwinner but he'd go out my mother was working she was a working mum but my dad basically you know ran the finances and and earned back the money and he worked away from home a lot um, as an artisan uh, it's it's kind of different it, it's difficult to get used to this idea because we are still very drummed in to think that the man is the head of the house and the man needs to earn 
you know, the money. And I know a lot of families and there are friends who have that situation still in place. In, 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 in my case, it's quite the opposite. My wife is the one with a with, with solid, you know, salary. She's worked for, what, 30 years to build a career as a qualified social worker and a therapist. And she's got, she's got a traditional job. Um, myself, obviously, things have changed when I retrained from business into science. 13 years ago, I literally switched from corporate environment into STEM, into science and engineering and medicine and, and all sorts, and I went back to school. So I'm basically, having recently qualified in 2019, I'm basically rebuilding up myself as somebody who is in his, his mid-40s, and you have to basically start all over and compete against, you know, kids that are in the early 20s coming out with degrees honors degrees, master's degrees, PhDs, whatever, and I've got to compete with these kids, but I still have responsibility. I do earn some money, but not a steady income. And with me starting my new venture, it's going to take time to build it up. So it is, it it has been very difficult. Uh, Being in the UK for 20 years, it's a different culture to where I come from and, and the country I was raised in and, and qualified in initially. And the adjustment is so, so, so difficult. You're basically emigrating. And on top of that, I decided to retrain myself. And then, you know, when I got to doing my master's in starting in 2012, 2013, my son was born. So... As a mature student, a father and a husband, it was really difficult to juggle all those balls in the air and keep it all going. And my podcasts are basically just shining a light on my life. And I will do a series of podcasts going forward, talking about specific points in in my journey where I found it particularly difficult or where I probably made the wrong decision and it took me down a different path and, uh, you know, did I actually come back in due to or back to the path that I thought I was going to be on? Um, everything I thought I was going to be in and, and the hopes and the, the aspirations I had 10 years ago, do I still have the same aspirations? Have I achieved it? Have I achieved my goals? Certainly when I left South Africa, I never thought that I would be I never thought I'd, I'd train as a scientist. I never thought I would be, you know, finishing a PhD. I never thought I wouldn't be the main breadwinner. I wouldn't have a solid job. Um, I would be a house husband, supporting a family in that way. And there's still a lot of negative negativity out there and regarding that. And, and a lot of, you know, stay-at-home dads are not... I may be wrong, but from what I've picked up in my interactions, there's a lot of state on dads that don't, you know, advertise or come out and say openly that this is, you know, what I'm doing now and this is what I'm, you know, you know, and I'm, and I'm fine with that. A lot of them are basically, you know, would say, well, I'm, I'm in between jobs or, you know, I'm, 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 I'm looking to get back in there instead of just saying, you know what, for the next couple of years, this is what I'm going to be doing. Now, I have been successful 
and and I have to I have to acknowledge that I have been successful in navigating a lot of what 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 I set out to do when I went back to to school basically in 2008 um, but I also realized that there's a there's a lot of things that I you know I probably self-sabotage myself that I could have done I could have gone for that I didn't go for all because I suffered from a lack of confidence I suffered from a low self-esteem I didn't feel worthy I was lost I was confused I was angry um, um, disappointed in myself and you know it's hindsight is 2020 vision they say looking back now I think I, 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 yeah, I needed to stop being so hard on myself. I need to stop being so hard on myself. And I've started a lot more self-love um, towards myself. And I think this has been helped by the pandemic and the fact that, you know, it has given a lot of people the chance or it's forced a lot of people to basically look at where they are, what they're doing, whether what they're doing is making them happy, whether there's value in what they're doing. Others have been forced to basically find a new way of, you know, earning a living, changes to, you know, work-life balance, working from home. So all these topics have literally ballooned and, and exploded out. And it, it's allowed me to look at my achievements. And I, and I have a lot of achievements. I don't have financial achievements. And that is how I always measured myself from a very young age. But I have achieved a lot and I can do a lot of things now that, you know, when I, when I came to the UK in, in, in the year 2001, I, I wasn't used to cleaning, cooking, doing washing, ironing, you know, baking and all that stuff. But I've learned to do that, but it's not necessarily being valued by society as a whole. Oh, a man that can bake and cook. I mean, wives will say, yeah, it's very valuable because that means you can share the load. But for men looking at men, they're like, oh, why, are you, why are you washing, you know, the, why are you doing the washing up? Why are you doing this? Why do you, you know, shouldn't your wife be doing that? So you've got to fight, you've got to fight all those barriers. You've got to fight all those, you know, views that people have about what it is to be a man and you know, where the roles are divided between what women do, what men do. And self-love is important. I've, you know, I've, I've had to start loving myself for my strengths and my limitations, for what I've been through, forgive myself for my journey, not feel guilty, not feel bad. So, yeah, I've been talking for about, what, 20 minutes now? or something like that. So these are the type of issues that I want to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going on in society around the pandemic, the lockdowns, whether everything was done the right way, what was prioritized, you know, whether governments, you know, were competent in dealing with it, whether we as, 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 as community members, as neighbors, as co-workers, as people in society, we're playing our part 
So those are the type of topics that you could, you know, you could have a topic. I could have a podcast talking about my own experiences regarding COVID and how it's impacted my family and the testing that we've had some really stressful and weird and wonderful situations happen to, you know, to us in this household regarding this whole thing. And I will be sharing that. I'll, I'll tell you actually what happened, you know, from, from what happened in March up until, you know, as recently as Saturday. Um, and my wife just laughs at it. She's just like, well, if, you, if you're not going to laugh about these things, you're going to just stress yourself out and get all worked up and angry. And, you know, sometimes you've got to just laugh at these things. You know, we, we, we're still healthy. We're still able to get up in the morning. She can still go to work. My son has just gone back to school after being off for seven days from school because of this COVID thing. And I'll explain that in another podcast. Um, so there is a lot of things that I want to I want to delve into, the academics, um, changing careers from you know one type of career to a totally different you know career, midlife crisis, um, so, you know being a work a stay at home dad, trying to build a business, and also you know reach out to people, networking. How do you effectively do that? I don't have the answers to a lot of the things. There's a lot of things that I do know academically because that's what I've trained for. But there's a lot of things that I don't know. And I'm also just learning as I'm going through this, you know, um, journey. I wanted to do the podcasts. I've been thinking about journaling a lot of things in my life. And I've always said, oh, I'm, I'm going to start a journal. I'm going to start a journal. I've been talking about starting a journal for probably over 15 years. I just never got around to it. And when I started my own, you know, a month ago, I think it's almost a month ago to the day, I started my own venture. And I thought, okay, fine, I'm going to now start this on my own. Then I kind of just thought, you know what? I need to get out there. You know, I need to either get on YouTube, start a channel, podcast or whatever. And I thought I'll start with podcast because I'm not... As an older type person, they didn't grow up with technology the way kids are and millennials are doing now. I find it really hard to be in front of a camera and actually start, you know, talking about stuff and smiling and being all animated and just, you know. And I also wonder what type of feedback I'll get. So I thought a podcast is probably the best way to start. And this is episode one. It's a bit of everything kind of like just that comes into my head. I'm not going to script a lot of what I talk about, uh, I will have some of a some. I'll have some sort of a framework when I do future episodes, um, just to direct the discussion. But there's a few other things that I want to do. But I just want to see if uh, this, this is growth for me. This is something new and a different way of expressing myself. Maybe I can have a positive impact on one individual or a few individuals out there that are thinking. But I also want to, you know, people, you know, just, just go to my website, see what I've done, read up on, 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 my, on my journey in a nutshell, and, and just reach out. And if there's anything, just if you type in Google, seancastle.com, you'll get to my website. There's a bit more information about my profile, who I am, and, and a bit of my journey, what I've done over the years. Um, but I would like to... You know, I would hope that what I do and what I share on the podcast would be valuable for anyone who 
may find themselves in a similar situation or may think, oh, this, this is a bit interesting. Let's just follow the story and see where it goes. Um, if there's any feedback that I can I can get on my podcast, that'd be brilliant. Um, yeah, so this is, this is it. Episode one, rough and ready, unscripted. As I was getting my son's food ready, I'm literally going to pop out now. It's half past two. Got to get in the car and go pick my son up and then do the rest of my afternoon. Um, and tonight I'm going to phone my, my mum whilst they're doing the cake and tea at my dad's house because I think everybody's going to be there. Uh, the whole family. I, I've got seven brothers and sisters. So yeah, it's a big family. And I just chat to them all. So anyway, that's me. I've been going for 29 minutes. I will be uh, signing off now and I will see you guys in episode two. Thank you for listening.